We're recording. Woo! Welcome to the Dan and Krista Mismatch Podcast. I'm Take so two. angry with you right now. Apparently, we went 15 minutes into a podcast. 14 minutes and, and 24 seconds, and, and I it, happened to look down, and we it were wasn't not recording. recording. Oops. I'm like legit angry. No, don't be mad at me. You can't be mad at me. I hit record. I d- clearly you didn't. I hit record. My job is to hit record on the video. Well, I hit your job things. is to hit record Maybe on we were this recording fancy thing and then here. I... You did not hit record, and nobody noticed it. 14 minutes in. Well, you're to blame for that too. Then it doesn't really matter. This is kind of funny though. We're like we thought we were on a roll too. We were talking about a lot of good things, and now we're not even going to remember what I we even talked what we about because we already talked about the it. The world may never know. Dang I don't know. Anyways, well, well we, this is a first. We started with Kristen discussing that I have cuts all over my face and we don't know why. You're scratching yourself. I'm not. Something is. Something is scratching me. I have cuts. Poor Dana. Right. Uh, but then we led this into, which is this good. is exciting it's and very, good. I feel like it's very important. You should probably turn the podcast off at this point. You should. It's not going to be good. Dana got her colonoscopy. Again, oh, you have, you get more colonoscopies than yeah. any human I've ever met. Well, that's because you've never known anyone with Crohn's disease. I actually have. Well, they didn't tell you about their poop. They, they didn't. <laughs> I feel that everyone should know about mine. I also feel that I'm probably like the heaviest Crohn's patient ever. Like Crohn's patients are normally super skinny. Because they That's kind of true. Yeah, I'm not. I know too, and they're both. But you are skinny. I appreciate that. I'm not. You are. You have little legs. I am the largest boobs. of our friend group. I would say you are not. Hundred percent. Well, I'm not going to go through this. No, but I mean, but I would say like you of are my not. close friends. I am definitely one of. Here's the, the larger thing: people. when you have a larger chest. I feel like it makes you look bigger. Also, when you have a larger belly, it makes you look bigger. And a larger tush, it makes you look bigger. And larger thighs. And just well, larger I've got all probably around. the largest thighs in our group. I would not agree with that. Anyways, we'll stop my talking about is, this. You're not, you look great, Dana. My point is that I do get a lot of colonoscopies and I go to the bathroom a lot. So you would think I wouldn't be very heavy. You blew a vein. I blew a vein in my... I did not. The phlebotomist did. She blew a vein as soon as she put it in. It's very hard. So this is what's so frustrating. You go to a colonoscopy, you cannot eat or drink beforehand. Well, you drink, but... You drink all their stuff. Right. And then you can Relax. drink water the day before and clear liquids, but you cannot have anything at all three hours before. So you're actually insanely dehydrated hmm. when you go in for a colonoscopy. Plus, you've gone to the bathroom so much. Do they tell you how, much, how many pounds of sludge they, like... There's nothing in me. It's all cleared out. There's nothing in there. No. Like, I could show you pictures. It's clean. Like, I have I pictures of my colon. I could show you. You have pictures of your colon? Mm-hmm. On my chart. Thank you, Cleveland Clinic. They give you pictures. Mm-hmm. I have them. No. Oh. Well, so, the whole point of it's this very is that clean. she had I colonoscopy didn't... because she has Crohn's disease, but big news. So, the big news is, is that my Crohn's is officially, for the first time in 19 years, it is in remission. I've never Very heard exciting. those words before. And you've also realigned your whole health. quite a balance with them. But. You've, had, you've realigned your diet. So I have. So I have discovered that um, it seems that gluten tends to bother me. So for years, Tom, has, Tom lost 50 pounds years ago, and he has kept it off. And he and did it. It's not very nice, but they call him Fat Tom. We, well, it's like our, when we look at old pictures, we're like, look, there's Fat Tom. But now he's very, very like healthy. Tom is he's very a marathon fit. runner. He's he is very, very strong. Fit. Yes. He's I lift very, weights very with him fit. and he is very strong. And I tell Dana all the time how strong her husband is he and is, she doesn't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what you want me to say. 
like, ooh, yeah. it doesn't do it for me. I'm like, he's got but, really big muscles. Yay. I don't know. Good. He can probably like open stuff in the kitchen. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, he lost all this weight and he did it by basically just eliminating carbs out of his diet. And this was years ago. And he's still to this day, like he'll eat carbs, but very minimal. Um, like if he has the option, he'll take them out. Tom is very disciplined. He's very disciplined. Mm-hmm. So years ago when he started doing that, I kind of started as well and noticed not only did I lose weight, but my Crohn's was very much he under control. Better. I felt a lot better. So um, I don't have the discipline that my husband has. In fact, I have zero self-control in life whatsoever. Um, I tend to have an insanely addictive personality also. That's why you're addicted to me. So I then, I'm just like ignoring it entirely. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I made this, her lose the church. I lost my thought. I don't even know what to say. I'm so <laughs> caught off guard by that. But basically I discovered, so this year I went to a different doctor after I had my surgery in September. I went to a different doctor because I wanted to kind of like get another opinion. Not I like this. I like the cross, cross. I went to a functional medicine doctor. Yeah. Crossing of traditional with non-traditional medicine. I don't not believe in functional medicine. I do believe in it, but I don't, I, I tend to side more with traditional medicine, I think, and modern medicine. Um, so this was a very like eye opening experience Mm -hmm. for me and it was really, really helpful. Um, and I think that there's a lot to offer in functional medicine and which is basically that your body is responding to what goes into your body. Like food is your mouth is the gateway. Correct. your Your food is your fuel. And, um, I don't have the discipline for that always. So I have needed, this was great for me because it was like needing a, actual doctor to say, you have to stop eating this. You cannot eat these foods and this will help you. So I started with no dairy, no gluten, um, slowly reintroduced dairy because we did kind of have an inkling that gluten was the issue because when you don't eat carbs, as I had done years prior, lots of sugars, there's no gluten in carbs, right? Mm -hmm. So like that helped a lot. So we have found that for the last three months I've been gluten-free and with a few like cheats here and there, but overall it has been, um, very, very, very helpful. And now Congratulations. I got a really good colonoscopy, so I'm going to stay with it. But I will say this has been great because it gave me, I'm using the functional medicine side, but I do still, I am still on meds for Crohn's. And I think I, I don't know if I'll ever go off. I now have the option of going off, but um, I do believe that there is something for that modern medicine and science and all that. So I will continue on with those for the time being um, until I really am not scared out of my mind to go off of them because yeah, right because now medicines have right some, now it's still a little scary. scary things too yeah so there's, there's like some side effects sides. right um but going off of it could also mean right it coming back one so, thing at a time one thing at a time you don't want to change really too many exciting. things at once it's also yeah. your reminder if you haven't had a colonoscopy you're over the age of 50 you need to do you should, that i'm not over the age of 50 let's just make that but very you clear have, you i know i just want to like make yes. sure that we reiterate that and the other thing is that uh dean and i started i had given blood before and we um, after becoming friends, both wanted to really get back in the swing of donating blood. And so mm-hmm. there is a huge need for blood. So if that's something that you have been thinking about and haven't tried, it's really not that scary. It doesn't hurt. It's pretty fast and uh, it's a need. So it's like a little way that you can give back to your I community. was kind of scared to do it. And I also thought that they wouldn't want my blood because, because of Crohn's, my Crohn's. Right. So I did a little bit of research because some of the meds that I'm on, I thought they might not want, um, but they were fine with it and it's great. And I genuinely love giving blood. So I it's truly really believe that you should. I mm-hmm. strongly and they recommend have good snacks. drinking a lot of water beforehand because if you have crappy veins like me, it doesn't always go well. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, the American Red Cross is literally calling That's, me. They're calling me right now too. As we speak. How funny is that? American Red Cross. You can visit the American Red Cross. Yes. And um, find out a place that where was you really can funny. donate blood. That's really funny. They were calling us both at this time. I know. It's probably like an automated reminder. We're giving blood because tomorrow. Because we are giving, we're giving blood so, tomorrow. So, yes. So that's... Um, I bet you that was an automated reminder. That is reminder. what we're doing. And something else that's interesting, we talked about this. My sister-in-law did not think she could give blood because she had had cancer. And mm. previous cancer patients or people who are in remission can give blood. They'll ask you lots of questions, so do not let that deter you because there's lots of um, lots of people who think they can't give blood that can give blood. That so is good to know. Take it into consideration. Not every not every patient, but in some situations that you are able to donate and give blood. So yeah, I don't know what I was so afraid of because especially having Crohn's, I get poked and prodded like all the time, yeah, and I always bad. have to have. Blood I've got drawn. these big gnarly veins, and not. so they love me, and they are just like, oh, my blood rolls right out. I do not. I have terrible veins, and Kristen will tell you we are normally there forever because they take forever to get my blood, but they like my blood because I'm AB positive, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit rare, so they do like my blood. Um, but that's it. Oh, I thought about something else that we what? had talked about. Well, so I'm having a great hair day, so I felt you like are. we should discuss I my let my hair. hair down in the other one because we were trying to see whose hair was longer. Kristen has me beat. Her hair is longer, I mine's, believe. Mine's all real. Uh, that wasn't necessary. Well, I mean. Oh, funny story, though. When I was going in for the colonoscopy, I braided my hair um, mm-hmm. just like in a side braid. Isn't it easy? Uh, so much easier. And so the nurse was like, oh, my God, I love your hair. It is beautiful. And I was like. It's fake. And she's like, you probably shouldn't tell people that. I'm like, I can't. I just can't. Well, like, everybody asks me all the time if I have extensions. Yeah, so, so I like, do. No, I have extensions. Real. I'm not afraid to whatever. I'm, you know, I have hands on Although I think Bill is. I think you're well past the. No, because I want to do 12 inches because 12 inches is the And then still have it way. long. Right, and right, right. I, I want to have it long. So because Bill is scared to death what I'd look like with short hair. He's also. Yeah. He yeah. likes long hair. He does. Um, so. My hair is a little naughty oh, right there. And that's not even like he actually likes to like touch it and play with it. I don't know what it is. No, and that's actually what's funny because Tom likes my hair long Tom like this. Tom likes your hair long. But it's so funny because we'll lay in bed and he's like... Pff, pff. Oh, yeah. He's like, don't let He gets so me. angry if he my hair like, like even touches him, face. but yet no. he does like my hair longer. Um, but so anyways... What I was saying earlier is that I go way too long without washing my hair, like extended periods of time. And my sister-in-law gave me this great tip. If you are trying to train your hair to get it to go longer or you um, want just want to get a few extra days out of it, if you just take the crown of your head and you you like, um, like I shower every day. I just throw my hair up and just wash my body. But if you just take the crown of your head and like wash that in your like bathtub or your kitchen sink or something, so you don't get the rest of your hair wet, like just put this in a ponytail and then just wash your top. Um, it like refreshes your whole body of hair. So like, that's a great way. Let me know. I, well, I, I mean, I use dry shampoo, like I'll go like two or three days and then I'll do dry shampoo and then every day for like the rest of the week. And And then you can just train your hair to be like mine. Um, that's a horse's tail. That's yes, called a that's, horse's mane. Is, a horse's is mane. what that's referred to as. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't wash mine. I should wash mine probably a little more frequently. Um, well, you know, I send pictures to Dana. Um, yesterday I was in the barn, and I had met oh, my girlfriends for lunch. What did I notice? Uh, it was wonderful. I'll tell you. You can tell them in a second. So I had met friends for lunch that I have not seen some of them in over two years, and so it was just so nice. And there, we talked about this, like. This group of realtor friends is like they could all be my mom. Like each and every one of them, they're all older, older than you. I mean, and so I think the youngest one is like sixty. But I mean, I just think you get to an age in life. No, they'd be young, my mother. No, no, no. But don't you feel that you get to an age where like 
your friend like you're not when once you're like past like well, your when 20s I was, when i was at a college like no young people were realtors right like once and you're out so of school they it's were like your my group co-workers are yeah, your friends it was right. great and they all worked for different companies one of them and i shared an office so she was at the same company but it was just so nice so like make time to get together we've been trying to get together for years and then COVID happened and like there's always something happening yeah and like make even yesterday uh my one friend her dog who was like 15 years old was having a really bad day and they thought it might be the day. And so she was like, I, I cannot cancel. She was telling her husband, like, you need to come home from work. Like, I cannot cancel. And then the dog got up and went outside. <laughs> so it all worked Good. out. We were the ones. We actually had to put our, I was just our say, Pyrenees, one of our Pyrenees asleep yesterday. Uh, and actually he was on his way out. He was 11 and... Um, what is... And you had said that the like So yeah, for- I would say it's probably between eight to 10 normally for like working dogs. And he was a definite working dog. Um... But it was time for so him. So he lived a beautiful The vet life. was coming anyway. He lived an amazing life. And, you know, like he. And you guys were able to do it at home. We were able and, to do it at home because yeah, the vet that came. And he was actually, he's like, he's he's going to pass on his own. But he's like, let's just like expediate it mm-hmm. a little bit. And so it was so peaceful and nice. And uh, the kids did fine. And and then I went and delivered twin baby ulams. That was yesterday? That was yesterday. It was all yesterday within this like whole window when I sent you pictures. I didn't. So I, I thought Dana that was the baby from no the have, other day. No, this is they were in brand new, and I sent Dan a picture. I'm like, I'll let you come over and play with my baby lambs if you want to. You know they're cute. I don't really love the animals, but like I they're, will say that was like so lamb chop cute. the puppet. Like it did look. Oh really my gosh, cute. <laughs> they were so adorable, and they just have fuzzy little faces. And instead of like, oh my gosh, they're the cutest. Dana says, "Why are you wearing that shirt?" She's like, aren't you wearing your outfit? Well, from she had Knuth's just bought an outfit from Knuth's last week, and it's so stinking cute. And it wasn't a cheap outfit. And, I got it on clearance. Okay, but regardless, she's wearing it under overalls in the barn. I and said that's high fashion. That was like the first thing I noticed. Like, not the cute little lamb, but that she had this adorable outfit under her overalls. Like, you could not when have changed. I don't care. Go change your clothes. There has to be something better. When to you're delivering that. your babies and your your doctor says, "I'm sorry, I've got." They to put go on a coat. They put on scrubs. I had on my overalls. It did not protect enough. If that little sweater <laughs> got busted up with lamb juice, I would have been like, Bleh. <laughs> I did wash it. I mm. I put it in the washing machine mm. for you. Mm. It was quite mm. fine. Nope. The difference between Dan and Kristen. I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. Dana's like, the outfit, save the outfit. Well, I just don't understand, like, why you would choose to wear that to deliver. It was just, I was, it was in the moment. Whatever. But yes, that was the first thing that I noticed. Yeah. Um, so what else do I want to talk? Oh, speaking of, like, cleaning and washing things, I mm-hmm. read this article the other day, and so I just kind of re-googled it, of, like, what you should, how often you should be washing certain things okay, in your house. Okay, let's are we going to play these um, games. And so, okay, I'm going to quiz you. Oh, boy. Okay, I so, guarantee it's not washed enough. <laughs> Well, so one of the things, so this is kind of an argument that Olivia and I have because she has way too much laundry. And I'm like, you don't have to wash that every time you wear it. Right, there are certain things like Like jeans jeans. you shouldn't wash. Jeans are a huge thing um, that you, actually, this jeans are even listed on here. Another one in our household is pajamas. Like some people, my kids refuse to rewear pajamas. Uh Oh, They refuse. I could honestly, if I was smart, I would pull their pajamas out of the hamper and put them back in their drawer. You because fold them and, put and them fold back them, in. and they wouldn't know the difference. Uh-huh. But they refuse as soon as they How get undressed. How often are you supposed to wash your pajamas? Three to four times. 
Okay, I'm probably there. That actually is a little excessive. I would say every other maybe, but yeah. that's fine. Um, so this bras is the one thing that Oh, so we I, agree on this. I never I'm really wash bad about mine. washing my bras. Now, it do, the, this is not in this article, but the article that I read did say you actually should not wear your bra, ev- the same bra every day. Like fine if you don't wash it, but you shouldn't wear the same one every day because you need time for the elastic to come back together. That's normal. Right, and so- um, And that'll just preserve the life. Correct. The- it's not going to ruin the bra. It's just going to make it last yeah. longer. Um, but um, so for three to four times you wear or use them bras, slips, dresses, sweaters, skirts, pajamas, slacks, jeans. And are you ready for this? Bath towels. Ugh. So I agree with this. I say three to four times on bath towels. Except on bath towels. So Kristen does I not. Like a clean she bath likes towel. it every time. And this is this tends to be an argument with a lot of people that I know. Mm-hmm. I have one girlfriend who is like, I am the worst. I never wash my bed sheets, but I cannot. I'm probably use. friends with that friend because I agree. <laughs> so um, I I totally agree with the three to four t- times. Like no way, you am hang I using it up. Three to you're four times. You're using it on a clean body, and then as long now this is you would not throw it on the floor in a. You hang it up. You know it, it's got to be hung but I like properly. The smell of um, like the bleach and the fabric I guess, softener, but like. I don't know. Well, see, I think about it. You even though you washed your body, you could be washing your behind well, and then wash you your do. face the next day. You do. Like, now this says bath towels. I don't know that I would agree. Like, do you use a washcloth or a loofah? Oh, so I don't use a washcloth at all. So you don't use anything. No. So you just use like a bar of soap yeah. or what do you use? Hand, mm-hmm. uh, body wash. Yeah, body wash or bar of soap. And you just use your hand. Yeah. Okay, so like, do you just put your hand like on your butt, like up? And your then butt? I wash my face. Okay, so we're going to really judge each other with a towel situation, and this is what you're doing. Because some people would think it's gross you don't use a wash. like a- So I use, So I used to use, sorry, my hair. I used to use a I used loofah. To use a loofah. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I've now read articles that loofahs aren't great because they absorb a lot of your dead skin, and they can and actually gross. be kind of gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you, so I use a washcloth, but I would... I would say that I would this agree. It's kind of gross because, like, I use the soap to wash my body, and then Bill uses That's the soap point. to wash his You're body. Disgusting. And like, did you put that and in your all butt crack? the kids that use yeah. our did it go shower? in your butt crack? Did it? Well, go- I'm sure it did because I like my a point. Clean That's bottom. gross. But I don't wash my face with that bar of soap. No, like I have face wash. Yeah, me too. But, but now no, we are gross people. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that we all. But agree. you know what disgusts me? But then there's the in question- the shower when you have all the. The washcloths piled up in the corner, and then like it's been sitting there, and someone would take oh, it and totally wash their gross. body. Yes. That's you know disgusting. That? My boys, Ugh. my boys are notorious. I don't Actually, like it. I shouldn't say my boys. Sam refuses to shower in his own shower, and he only showers in no. my shower. You know, we've gone through this, so it's really just Joey. All the children like our shower. My seven-year-old showers by himself now, which I think we all agree probably doesn't do the best job, um, considering sometimes, sometimes he has bo. But and it's um, for real, like I didn't really her, a so seven-year-old I him, yeah. He's um, proud of it too. And well, he just knows that sometimes I need to shower, mommy. <laughs> like, oh, so oh, cute. Like, mommy, I think it's time I need to take a shower. <laughs> um, and so he will like where Olivia like drapes. She'll either hang her washcloth or she'll drape it. Like we have a towel bar in there. She'll drape it over that. He like shoves it in the corner. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like it's so gross. Um, but so that I guess I could understand. Sheets. How day. often do you wash your so, sheets? Th- so this is one that I'm not good at because I don't do it weekly. And this says you should do it weekly. Um, Sometimes I'm weekly, usually every two. I would say I every two. The kids I would say every two and for I me. I definitely don't do theirs as often and, as ours. And it also depends. Like right now I'm every two. Like, oh, come like the fall when we're really busy. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't happen as often as and I would like it to. That's when I'm dirty too. Now, correct. Now this is interesting because it says bath mats. Now I do not wash my so bath mats I nearly. Because I don't like a dirty floor. No, so I wash mine. mine. I probably only wash mine once a month, I would say. Oh. My bath mat. 
Because mm-hmm. I do not like to get out of the shower and have a puddle of water in the floor or a wet bath mat. Well, I have to, do I, but I have to dry, dry my feet first. But they, they do. But the kids like track oh, water well, yeah, when they use our shower all over the place. I don't know. But like, so for, I wash my bathroom floor. I, I like do a deep clean in my bathrooms every mm-hmm. other week I'm, and I wipe them down every week. But like every other week I do a really deep clean and I wash the floors and everything in there. And, um, which I probably should do more often, but I do it every other week, whatever. You're fine. And, um, I wash the floor, but I don't always wash the bath mat. And you so, know what I heard is the dirtiest whatever. thing in your bathroom? Probably your toothbrush. No. Oh. The shower curtain. I believe that. And you know, because toilets are by shower curtains. Yeah. And when you flush your toilet all with the, the lid open, all like the germs go. Yeah. It's like one of the dirtiest places I in could your bathroom. See that. We're out of time today, Dana. Yeah, we are. That was good. Happy Ash Wednesday. Happy start of oh, Lent. Right. And if you celebrate, that was one more thing I wanted to talk about. We could talk about it. We'll talk too. about it real fast. Ash well, Wednesday. Uh, just that I, on the Today Show this morning, mm-hmm. Savannah was talking about giving stuff up for Lent, but she's like, but I'm not Catholic. I'm not Catholic, so I'm not giving anything up. Well, so we've never, you you know, I grew up non-denominational. We've never, we never did the Lenten season. Like we, I know the purpose of Lent and Ash Wednesday. So we are big on the Lenten season. Now my kids are raised Catholic and Mm -hmm. my husband is Catholic. We never gave things up for Lent. So you don't even have to give things up. It's like, it's all about picking something, giving service, like really focusing on Christ and trying to be more Christ-like. Whatever. I just wanted to say I'm not giving anything up like candy or anything. I, I don't give it up either. <laughs> um, so just putting it out there. All right. That's all I had. Friends, that's all we have for today. Okay. Have a great week. Until next soon. time. We're mismatched. Bye. I'll hit stop recording this This time. would be the.